guys, welcome to another Overpowered Podcast, Geeks of the Machine Edition. I'm your host, Adelaide, and today co-hosting is Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Adelaide. Hi, Adelaide. <laughs> oh, we're starting off good, aren't we? So strong today. Oh, yeah. So today we're discussing Supernatural Season 14, Episode 17, entitled Game Night. Uh, so you messaged, you said something to me before we started recording this, before I'd even seen the episode. Do you want to start with that? Yeah, as soon as I saw this, Adelaide was like, I hadn't seen it yet. I was like... This is the best episode. There's nothing wrong with it. Nothing needs to be fixed. Like, and I think that like tells you how low the bar is at this point. It's just like, this is it. This is what we got. <laughs> oh, fun fact. I was a genius and saw Supernatural trending on Thursday night. And I was like, why is Supernatural trending? And I clicked it. And, like, completely got so many spoilers within, like, three seconds. And I was like, mm, what happened to spoiler warnings? <laughs> when I was looking for the link, because I'm smart and I don't have it saved on my favorites for some stupid reason, I ended up doing a very similar thing when I was just like, Supernatural Season 14, Episode 17, and looking for the CW link. And no, the first thing that pops up is, like, three, did Supernatural just kill blank? And, like, all the names were up, and I'm like, why, why would you do this to me? Now I have to spend the entire episode in fear. It was I was hopeful. Pleasant. I was hopeful. I wasn't fearful. Like, but <clears throat> the thing that got me is in the preview. So I'll wait till we get to that section. But the preview really hurt my heart. Because I got spoiled on that. And I was like, how dare you? How dare you do this? I know exactly he loves what you. About. Like, you cannot do this. Okay, so before we jump all the way into the preview, I wanna I wanna start off with this is probably gonna be more freeform and less structured and less summary because otherwise it's just gonna be straight up boring recap for everybody because we don't have much to say about this. It was good. That's the problem. We have a lot of content when we complain about things. Um, so let's start with uh, let's just start with the whole Castiel side of things. Castiel's going to meet with Nil. He brings. Was her- I the only one who thought he was on a date with her initially? Oh, no, I totally thought that. He he starts off with giving her earrings and i was like castiel is secretly having a love affair castiel straight (laughs) like it was so many things going through my mind like what about dean does dean know you're here also i want to point out those aren't rubies those are those are garnets don't don't fool me all right okay steven Uh, universe (laughs) yeah really (laughs) um where are we at um so yeah castiel wants to contact god what like Stopping there for a second, what did you think, Castiel? Like his whole. Point I was like, why didn't he just say, "Hey, Chuck, what's, what's up?" Like, I, besides that, I was like, I don't know. Castiel's always wanted to contact God. At that point, I was like, I don't know what's going on. I don't care. Just tell me why you're on this date with this woman. Like, does Dad know? Does like, what are we doing? Does Dad know? Dad is God. <laughs> He's trying to call him to get permission. <laughs> like, um, hmm. go ahead. I was just, I, don't, I was not feeling it. I was so jealous. Like, how dare you do this to Dean? Like, <laughs> I, I am so part of the problem. The ship is still here. <laughs> I am part of the problem. This is why they can't have female people on the oh. show. Yeah. <laughs> they even tried it with Charlie, and she was gay, and it, and it still didn't work. Our fans are te- fans are terrible. Um, I mean, we're wonderful people, but we're also horrible people. Uh, so yeah, he wants to contact God to apparently restore Jack's soul because uh, he doesn't. He's not sure how much is left and how much. Personally, how much do you think is at this point in the episode? Where what did you think? How much did you think was left? Like where are you um, at? I think he has about the same amount of soul 
as the number of people caught in that college cheating scandal, like percentage wise. Like that's how much he's lost. <laughs> Ouch. So nothing then. <laughs> nothing exists anymore. I think it's like maybe one percent since they are the one percent. That's about how much he has there. Wow. Going hard today. Um, <laughs> I kind of agree. I don't want to say it's entirely gone, but I do feel like it's such a small percentage that it might as well be because it's not just the way he's acting. It's very clear that he's supposed to not have a soul, but I can't tell if some of his choices are still he has a soul, soul based. or he's just like trying. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like not to knock the character or not to knock the actor or anything. Cause he's a great actor. He plays Jack very well. Um, I just don't think Jack himself is smart enough to pull off the the convincing acting of like the, he's not smart enough to convince us that yes he still has a soul. So I feel like he's very much instinct and very much. Well, he's also he, he's, two. Yeah, so he's got a little bit left. He's just not got enough. Anything well, no, add? he's a two year old. So well, even if he too. like he doesn't have the experience to, enough to fake it, even if it was like I can fake this. Yeah, I also think that might be part of it. So that's also like he can't fake have if he can't fake having a soul because he's two. He can't. I don't know. It's somewhere. But it's somewhere in there. It's very, very little, but I don't think it's enough for it to be in- influencing him in any way, or a very slight influence. It's that little angel on your shoulder that is like, no, you shouldn't eat that much chocolate. Don't do that. And you're like, shut up. Do it's angels have angels on their shoulder? I don't think so. But you know, like that'd be interesting. <laughs> There's angels, and then there's the angels that are d- sent to everybody else's shoulder along with the little devils. So that's what's happening in the supernatural verse now. Um, I don't know, because Jack was creating his own universe at zero. So at zero, <laughs> I don't think that's zero. I think it's like negative. You haven't fully reached the zero point yet. He's not fully developed. Well, no, he was he was like in labor. Well, she was in labor, giving birth to him. Create that universe, or did he just like he just tore the hole in it, right? <laughs> Poor choice. Yes, I know, but <laughs> yes, giggle away. Uh, but yeah, he ripped his way into the universe, into another universe. Well, no, he didn't go in there. He just pushed everyone else out. <laughs> That's a good metaphor for two-year-olds. Um. Okay, so Anael um, basically tells Castiel that God's not interested. God's not going to contact us. He, she even says we're alone because he doesn't care. Uh, Castiel, this was actually a really good scene for me anyway. Uh, Castiel insists that God does care uh, because after all, he, he saved him. He personally saved him. Uh, Anael looks him in the eye and says, okay, so God saved one angel, but he lets millions of other people uh, while screaming for help and begging for assistance die in agony. What does that say about him? Well, he also left the angels who were supposed to pick up the slack. It's true. He let he like, he just straight up. He has everybody. a system. He, no, he had no. But my thing is, he put a system in place to catch everything, right? Like even if I walk away, you can run this, and the angels decided to go rogue. So let's not act like this is all God's fault. See, I want to agree with you, but at the same time, I guess it depends on if you're talking if. Supernatural's God is the um, omnipresent, omniscient, all-knowing, all-powerful, all-loving kind. And um, 
Is God all loving? Because I feel like that's not. I, I don't. I don't know where people got that from. That God is all. I don't loving. know either. But I'm an atheist, and I'm not allowed to say that because then I get in trouble. So, <laughs> well, I mean, even as a Christian, I like I. I am a true believer in the whole Bible God. Well, not the Bible, but in the God thing. <laughs> the Bible has its own flaws and missing books that the men decided weren't able to be in there. But we're not talking about that because oh, that's no. a fun topic to go down. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> Well, we could do that in Sabrina. That is true. Check out the Sabrina podcast, guys. That is definitely a topic that would be better suited in Sabrina. <laughs> oh, yes. Especially in episode two. No spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. Uh, I'm joking. That's not episode two. <laughs> I think that's like episode three. Oh, well. Good, I guess. A significant difference there. Yeah, it is. It actually is. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, no. I guess that's what I'm doing after this. <laughs> but, um, the whole thing about, her, like, she's the, the she's right in some aspects, but God left a system in place to run. If we're talking specifically about the supernatural universe, God said, this is how the system runs, okay? He was gone for a very long time before anyone even noticed. And when the kids realized, okay, guess that's not coming back, I can do whatever I want. That's when the system started messing up. Because angels were giving miracles. Angels were doing what they were supposed to do. And once angels left, then the demons were like, hey, well, no one's here to stop me. I'm going to run amok too. At that point, demons are like allowed to do that. That's kind of their thing. Angels, I feel like, if you're gonna call, if you're gonna say the burden's not on God, which I kind of agree with, um, then I think you're gonna start blaming Michael and and Lucifer for their whole their whole thing. It all falls to the archangels, in my opinion. Well, They're no, Lucifer was like, kicked out. Lucifer, like, is the he's the problem child. He he's the prodigal son who just never came back yet. <laughs> well, no, I'm lying. He did come back, and then God immediately abandoned him again. <laughs> See, this is why they continuously write abandonment issues in their stories. <laughs> how much of this is the writer's like opinion, and how much of it is like life imitates or art imitates life a bit? And they're like, "This is writers. Do you have issues that we're not knowing about? Where do you have daddy problems? Is that what's going on here?" I mean, if anything, at least they have daddy problems to have because there's no mother anywhere. Like the only mother died and came back, and she's still awful. So, well, what does that tell you? <laughs> um, and then the sibling dynamic in the show God, oh, we could definitely do a character dissection in this show the family the family dynamic as a whole parents fathers to sons mothers to children fathers to children everything it's all sibling siblings. to sibling it's just all over the place this grandparents let's let's not forget the oh, grandparents yeah. even grandparents are out there so far the only thing we, i don't think we've seen a crazy cousin situation going on yet but i'm sure no the cousins were with the grandfather they came back with him oh well all right fine (laughs) maybe it's just the winchesters and their whole family line is just messed up but um let's see so we find i like how i said i wasn't gonna do summary but this is all i have so here we go um so castiel finds i'm gonna jump way ahead castiel finds the um okay that's too far ahead never mind i'm on point this episode, aren't so I? So the reason Cassiel was meeting with NIL well, yeah, was I, because... <laughs> he wanted to he wanted to get her he, to um, tell him Because she Joshua was Joshua's him. assistant. Yes, and Joshua had direct contact with God. 
Which she says he was he was contacted, he did not contact him, and that's the important difference. Mm -hmm. Um, But Joshua put out an emergency phone call to God as soon as they all fell. And Cassiel wants that back. Thank you. Um, Mm -hmm. Cassiel wants that back. I think I skipped that whole part there. Um, Yeah, that's why I was like, maybe this is where we should be. That's where I should be. I don't know why I jumped all the way down to the oddities shop. But yes, Cassiel wants to contact God with um, whatever method Joshua used. And he assumed NAL knows what that is, but NAL does not know. And they end up at this oddity shop with the former roommate of Joshua, who apparently, I I didn't understand this whole roommate connection, but all right. Okay, then Um, they spent a lot of time looking for it. Uh, They have a lot of truth bombs dropped, mostly from NIL. Um, Also, Cassiel threatened to burn the place down. Yes, I actually... Okay, do you want to talk about that? Because that was the scene that I was a little confused on. Um, I thought this kid, when they said he was in a roommate of Joshua, I guess I just assumed the kid kind of was an angel himself. Mm-hmm. And then Castiel's like, I will burn this place down, and he does the glowy angel eyes, and I'm like, oh, apparently he's not. Well, he was like, I'm very old. Like, and I love the like that you could burn this place and me down. I'm I'll gladly die at this point. <laughs> I didn't. I think if I have any problems with that, it was this scene just because he was he was both like, all right, I don't care, you do that, but at the same time, it seemed to push him in that direction. Well, because I'm sure it's something in there that he cared about, oh, and yeah, that was somewhere. the difference. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't the item they were looking for. I'd like to see what that item was if it's important at all but it wasn't the one they were looking for apparently um so castiel okay and i also how do you feel about the person who came back because they were hyping up somebody not yet not yet (laughs) not yet um so and i spends a lot of time complaining um she's wants to leave after she steps on a rat which is frankly valid um she admits that okay so she forces she I don't want to say she forces Castiel to admit, but he does not want to admit that the only reason he wants to contact God is so he can restore Jack's soul because he knows there's no other way. He knows Jack's soul is gone and he doesn't want to admit that to himself. And if he can find this one possible ray of hope, maybe he can save Jack's soul. Um, and so after that truth bomb, Castiel suddenly sees the little pendant that is a little imitation of Dean's that apparently, if we go way back, remember Dean's pendant that apparently glows in the presence of God. Um, and apparently this is the one foraged by Joshua sitting right next to the owner's little desk just down the stairs um, that he used to contact God. And Cassiel asks if it works. He holds it in his hand and starts using it like a small phone up to his ear and uh, and talks to God and without any with obviously no response. Um, and then our little owner says, uh, yeah, well, it never worked for Joshua either. Um, so that whole thing. Do you think, like, main question following that, do you think God will respond? Um, yeah. It's ending. This show is ending next year. They better bring Chuck back. I hope Chuck so, Chuck better come back. But, like, in the next three episodes, do you think God will respond? I don't know. Or honestly. do you think that's going to be the next season? The, it, it, it will be either the final episode or the first episode of the next season. Okay. That's kind of where I'm lining up, too, where I think it's going to be, like, you just left a voicemail and he's going to he's gonna get back to you in a couple days. Don't worry about it. Or he'll just send Amara. Yeah, really, I would eat his soul. <laughs> oh, God. Actually, I'd be fine with that. I like Amara, too. Chuck's very <laughs> fun, though. Um, so then, at the very end of the Castiel arc, he reminds NIL that they're not alone. They have each other, even if God isn't with them. And 
that was stupid and i yeah. was with nil like no we don't we've literally killed each other yeah what are we doing our numbers are are way down what what do you think is happening right now <laughs> like and you led a war against us you started it not only did you start it you ate leviathans and killed more of us so yeah we don't really have each other when you've killed like 90 percent of the ones that have actually died the and then the other ones the fell. I was going to say the no. other 10% the Winchesters. No, they fell to Earth and died during that. Like, <laughs> like, let's not pretend like all of this was not basically Castiel's fault. The heaven was messed up. Yeah, it really is. I, I want to say, I don't want to say all of it is, but it is. Just because all of Castiel's choices, especially following the Leviathan, the Le- Leviathan stuff. I can talk today, I swear. Um, Especially following all of that, that was a major. It was a major blunder of Castiel's. He is definitely at fault there. At least for most of the deaths. I won't. I mean, obviously Michael and blah blah blah, but still, not all them. Uh, anything else you want to cover with Castiel? Uh, no. Okay. Um. So jumping away from that smaller side plot that we had going here. Uh, we'll go to the main point. So we have Donatello uh, getting kidnapped, and at the so at the very beginning he's baking cookies very cheerfully, which was uh, I don't know I thought that was cute. Um, and his visitor he gets a visitor. Uh, visitor ties him down and injects something into his neck. Uh, he leaves a very frantic voicemail for Dean, um, and which so Dean gets that well he Jack and Mary are preparing for game night to relax. Uh, as an aside, that game was Mousetrap, and I was very excited to see that, because I loved that game as a kid. Uh, so he gets the call, um, and he and Mary run off to see what's going on. What did you think of that opening sequence, and especially the game night idea, since that's the title I of thought it was stupid. I thought it was stupid. The whole thing was stupid. Like, we, I don't know why it's called game night. Like, unless it was just going to be a huge game that Lucifer was playing, and then, like, that, like, because we saw games for, like, three seconds, and then it was over. That really annoyed me. This episode I was flawless, a- huh? <laughs> I was annoyed <laughs> by the whole Jack. Like, Jack, stay here and tell Sam. Because Sam didn't answer his phone, so you couldn't just leave him a message and bring Jack because you were concerned about him being soulless. And Sam's off getting pizza. Why are you not answering your phone, Sam? The he better th- have been attacked. Like, yeah, really. on the way to get a pizza. Like, he better have been walking down and the vampire was like, ha-ha, Winchester. Does that ever work for them? At that point, you'd think... They'd Does it ever like, oh, work sh- for him? Because well, yeah. Sam usually doesn't get attacked. Like <laughs> That's true. It's almost always Dean. It's like, Dean Or if Sam he does get attacked. Dean. If he does get attacked, he's Im- immediately knocked out. Also, I appreciate that they remembered how to fight this episode. Yes, that was useful. Uh, it's, it's a good thing to see every now and then they remember how to fight. Um, although it's inconsistent. Okay, so at Donatello's house, Nick receives them. He's... Um, I don't know how to describe him. They they said he was crazy, and I kind of see that. But for me, it, for me, he was acting like Lucifer does. And if, when we first see Nick versus Lucifer, it's very clearly somebody else. For me, this whole episode, the line was blurred, and I think that was intentional because Nick's actor is very good at this, and uh, he's very good at differentiating when it's Lucifer and when it's Nick. So I feel like it was intentional that that line was blurred the whole time. Um, did you feel the same way? Did you feel like that line was blurred at all? Or Yeah, I felt the line was blurred, and I know it was intentional, because 
in the moment when he's like, I want to talk to my son. Like, it's certain things that he did this episode that would make them think, is he Lucifer? Did he get him back? But did they ever think that? <sighs> that didn't seem to cross their mind. For me, the entire episode, I was thinking, this is already Lucifer. Like, right up until the Well, end. I didn't think he was Lucifer, but I thought that he was, like, he basically had a phone call to Lucifer and was in touch. Yeah, he was imitating. For me, it was that mm-hmm. he was imitating him in an effort to make the vessel The connection appealing. stronger. Yeah. And that, at least that's how I was reading it. And I felt like, I really liked that change in acting. That was really, that was very well done on the actor's part. Um, I lost my spot, of course. So, oh, yes, of course. Nick lured them there. Uh, he poisoned Donatello, trapping him in an unknown, lo- unknown location, setting up a camera with a live stream, even. He really planned ahead for this. Um, he said, when asked why he did it, he says he wanted their attention. Um, and let's just say he got it. So I think when you say that it was called Game Night to reference Lucifer or Jack's, or sorry, not Jack, Nick's um, game, I think you're right. I think that's what the title is supposed to represent. Um, he did get their attention. It was interesting the way that they played that simply because he basically moved them like chess pieces. Oh, he was absolutely Be- in control. Mm-hmm. The entire episode, it was he was in control. Well, not entire episode, but last three minutes of the episode, he lost it. But the rest of that, he was he was in control the entire time. And it felt like it. Even every acting choice everybody else made, it was very clear that Nick had them where he wanted them. Um, so, Mary and Dean, for some reason, brought Nick back to the bunker to question him. Uh, Sam immediately tries to attack him on sight, which I felt was a little odd for his response, but it's alright, I guess. Uh, Dean pulls him off and says, you know, you can't... I'm not going to let you question him. In this state that you're in, you will, you will just kill him. Uh, Sam seems alright with that and is not allowed to question him. Uh, Nick wants to see, quote, his son, everybody but Mary. Um, can we go back for a second? Yeah, go ahead. To Sam, like, this is all my fault, broody, super, whatever. And I'm like, Sam, we already did this. I don't have time for you to be like, this is all my fault. Why did I Nick let Nick go? Brood, brood, hair, hair. Hair. <sighs> Uh, I like that that's your imitation of Sam Brood, Brood, Hair, Hair. <laughs> it's, I don't know. It just bothered me. I was over it. Like, And then his mother had to come and give him a hug. And was like, it's okay. You didn't know. You just thought he was a good person. Blah, On the note blah. of Mary, actually, I didn't like her, therap- her therapist role this entire episode. She starts off talking to to Jack and is like, hey, you know, I'm always here if you need to talk. Everything's okay. I'm Don't forget, I'm the woman and I have emotions and I understand that side of it. Let me, you know, let me, let me tend to your wounds like the proper healer woman that I am. And I'm like, wow, that was not how you were this whole season, this last time we saw you. Um, very inconsistent character development for her. Um, and then she does that to Sam don't recall if she did that to Dean, but she does a very similar speech to Sam. Of course she doesn't do that to Dean. She never does it to Dean. Like, she does not love Dean, okay? She is an awful parent to everyone except Sam. And apparently Jack now, but... She likes the little troubled children, I guess. I don't know. There's, um... They do have a moment with Dean, though, 
where she's I, I don't fully remember what was said but at the very end Dean says something like um, he's tough and stubborn and doesn't let it bother him and she said or she says that and he says oh that must be where I get it and I kind of liked the comparison to her like him taking after her instead of it's always he's trying to emulate his father and for once we see him comparing himself to his mother and I kind of liked that brief moment I just wish I could recall it better <laughs> am I imagining this was this a different episode no that happened I just didn't care about it so I cannot help you with it like <laughs> I was just over Mary I was like shut up shut up like you're never here when you're here someone always dies this time it's you. Maybe. Um, so they finally allow, uh, after everybody except Mary agrees to let Jack go talk to Nick, um, Nick insists that Lucifer loved him and basically baits him into getting close to him and then immediately just headbutts him in the nose, uh, getting blood everywhere. Well, what he said was, you don't have a soul. Yes. And Jack was like, I, and that angered Jack for some reason. We're never angered him before. Nope, that's supposed to be a thing that obviously everybody's like, oh wait, that means he doesn't have a soul, even though we've kind of, you know, beaten this already. We and we even know if, he do if he doesn't have a soul, why does he care that he doesn't have a soul? Exactly! I, I have... <laughs> I am struggling with Supernatural's portrayal of souls and what it, like, what it means to have one. For Sam, when he was soulless, um, it was... What was it exactly? He just, he didn't care. He had just straight up apathy for everything. He also seemed to have a lack of interest in what was going on. Um, Donatello doesn't seem to have that. Donatello seems very cheerful all the time. He might just be really good at faking it. But Donatello seems to, he said even that like, you know, it doesn't mean you don't enjoy your life. It just is like, you don't feel empathy. You don't feel sympathy. You don't feel pity. And so they seem to isolate what makes the soul... Like, like, what is the purpose of the soul is, and what makes us human in the first place? It, at least with Donatello's case, whereas with Sam, it was just, he was a shell of his former self. He was, he didn't care about anything. He didn't care about, like, he could insult him and he didn't care. And I feel like it's inconsistent and I don't know where they're going with this. Yes, I am very much a fan of rules that have consistency. It bothers me. Because are we saying that the soul very the soul's effect on a human being varies from person to person? Because if that was the rule, I would understand it. it are we saying? Actually. Are we saying that because uh, Jack is a nephilim, he still has human elements, so his soul, like I don't know, because we were saying that it, without his soul he would die. So I don't understand. That was before he had the. His soul was keeping him alive. He was burning off bits of his soul to keep his body stable. So I think, at the very least, giving them some minor credit, that taking in that Archangel Grace from Michael has stabilized his body, even though he traded his soul in the process for it. At least I think that's what they're going for. But they also said that he needed a soul as a Nephilim to exist in this world. Like, I'm pretty like, sure that was a the thing they said. I think it was. I, I felt like that was supposed to be the grace in order to exist because that's when the Nephilim side of him and the his cells start destroying each other or something like that. Um, but it could be his soul. I don't fully recall. 
I know that they were fighting about where he gets to go because heaven because he's got a human ish soul and heaven and he should go to heaven, but the empty was all angry because no, I deserve him for some reason. Because he's also an angel. Because Castiel keeps leaving. Okay. Castiel keeps waking up the freaking empty. <laughs> like Castiel keeps leaving. So the empty was like, no. I get everything now. I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. I really want to see the empty's perspective on um, Lucifer. <laughs> Just because. He's got one angel that left and I really want to know what he's thinking. And Lucifer was right there about to walk out. I know. Lucifer's <laughs> awake. So Lucifer's been awake since we've seen... We're jumping way ahead at this point. But yeah, those scary red eyes that were in the skeleton. Yeah, that actually was Lucifer. We were right the first time. Um, so he's awake. And if... When... Going back to when Castiel woke up in the empty, he annoyed the heck out of that guy. He just annoyed him. Until the... He, he talked until he threw him out. Is, is essentially what happened. Can you imagine what Lucifer is doing in there right now? I can't. It is hilarious. <laughs> He's just. I'm like, surprised he didn't get thrown out. Exactly. If Castiel, who is by far less irritating and complainy than Lucifer is, got kicked out, I imagine Lucifer's just in there whining about wanting to see his son or wanting to go back or something. And the empty hasn't gotten rid of him yet. Either the empty is really upset that angels keep waking up, and he's like, "No, you are not leaving. I am done with this," or he's, I don't know, struck some sort of deal with Lucifer. I have no idea how Lucifer hasn't been kicked out yet. I don't know. Like it's it, based on the rules they've established. You're right. The empty should be like, "Get out of here. I'm want to go to back to sleep. You'll be back anyway." I can just imagine it. Is it's the empty is that annoyed parent? When kids keep waking them up in the middle of the night, like, no, go back to bed. That's exactly what the empty is right now. Mm, yeah, I have nothing else. Okay, I, I thought you were going to continue, but. Um, yes, Nick headbutts him, spilling blood, Jack's blood over his shirt. Um, Nick, or Jack heals himself. I don't know why I keep the both four letter names that end in CK. It's killing me. Um, Jack heals himself. Um, at which point, and approaches him with clear malice with his glowing eyes. Uh, scene switches over, and we see, or, and Jack announces that he knows where Donatello is. Um, Sam and Dean take Nick to where Donatello's hidden. Dean leaves to go check the warehouse while Sam babysits Nick and the Impala. Um, my main question here was Sam why is worthless. Why? No, my question is why was Sam worthless? Why didn't Sam have a job? Why couldn't he go in? I was also wondering that because he just said you can't be alone with him, right? And now you're leaving him alone with him. So I, I don't know. They may, they always make some questionable decisions to the point where I think it's just a Winchester trait. But maybe that's my excuse for poor writing. I don't know. We'll see. Um, so at the bunker, Jack holds a syringe that Nick used on Donatello to inject. I don't remember what he claimed it was, but it turns out it's it was filled with grace. And Mary immediately calls Sam, at which point Sam steps out to take the call. Nick pulls out, and this was horrifying. I actually cringed and like pulled away from my phone screen because I was watching this on my phone. And Nick pulls out, I think it was a file or like a small blade, from the inside of his wrist where he had cut open his skin and stored the, the tool there. I was horrified. This was perfect for Nick. Well done writing. Well done character development. Well done scene. 
absolutely disgusting. I mean, I was fine with this. Like, of all the things that we've seen Nick do, this is what horrified you? Yes. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> yeah, I was fine. I didn't care. I was like, how stupid were they not to check him? That was my thought. I want to know how he kept it in there without hurting himself. I want to know why they didn't run him through a metal detector, some magical thing, something. Hopefully you can't hear my cat yelling in the background, because he is. Um, he wants, he too wants to know why they did not run him through a metal detector or some sort of magical detection device that would have been like, oh yeah, by the way, he's got a razor blade up in his wrist. Maybe you should check that. I don't know why that was a thing. It was gross to me. I'm sorry. That that was so disgusting. Um, I don't fully remember how, but Sam questions him on it, and Nick reveals his plan. He contacted Lucifer. Um, he's in the empty, uh, but he is awake, and it's a long, complicated process. Uh, the gist of it is that uh, Jack, Nick leaves Jack's blood in order to bring Lucifer back, and he got what he needed. That was the entire point. And if it wasn't clear earlier in this episode, it was pretty clear at this point that Lucifer, or, uh, Nick had them in his pocket. He was he was manipulating them the whole time. It was very well done. Um, so they begin to fight. Uh, Nick gets out, or Nick breaks the cuffs um, with the disgusting wrist razor blade, and he and Sam fight. Sam initially overpowers him, um, and Nick grabs a rock and smacks Sam very hard in the head with it. Day Sam crawls into the car, locks himself inside, and honks the horn for Dean's assistance. Um, in this fight, there was a really good line that I felt like was a wonderful addition that didn't really need to be explained in the episode or didn't need to be hinted at earlier because of just the way it was. Uh, where Nick, when he's gaining the upper hand, says something about, you are Lucifer's perfect vessel in, with disgust and very clear jealousy. And I liked that there's almost a, um, a one-sided rivalry going on with that. Yeah, I like that too. I, as soon as you said you had a thing, I was like, that's it. That's the thing. Because it was a great line. Yep, like, he was, was like, I, he was, and then I loved when he was like, I felt that power just like you. How could you deny him? And like, Sam, the silence spoke volumes to me. Yeah, because Sam obviously felt that power too. And I felt, at least it from that perspective, Sam's, I don't know how to call it morality, I guess, uh, stopped him from taking that power, whereas Nick was... No, no. All right, fine. Sam's relationship with A Dean... Good point. Sam's relationship with Dean was part of that. <laughs> or the majority like, of it. Exactly. Like, let's not act like Sam was the moral compass of this season, or series. Like, Sam was questionable many, many times. I mean, like, Sam is and, evil. He's not going to go out and murder people, but he's like, I just don't want to be involved. Although, at this point, he's involved and he doesn't care. So Well, no. I feel like Sam is constantly on the edge, and Dean is always pulling him back. Like, he's always his lifeline and tethering him to the good. I don't know that I agree if it's to the good, if it's just tethering him to... I don't want to say the lifestyle, but... Like, Sam, at least for a long time, and I don't know where he stands at this point anymore, uh, Sam wanted out. And I feel like Dean, in a way, tethers him to the lifestyle, but at the same time, he tethers him in a safer way to it. 
Whereas it wouldn't be a choice if he left. It would it would happen regardless. You're a Winchester. It's in your blood. They kill you anyway. At this point, you're so well known in the. I mean, that's not service. true. They have a brother who no one killed until he met the Winchester. Good point. They have a brother who's still in hell. That poor kid. <laughs> uh, don't you just enjoy the Winchesters? I, I hope for season 15 they bring that poor kid out of the cage. At, at the very least, just I hope they him. leave him there. And like in the very last episode, they're like, I feel like we're forgetting something. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what did we forget? And then we see him in the cage playing Jenga with Michael, who's just chilling in there as well. I mean, Lucifer's gone at this point. Like, do you sit there and fight or what? Um, I don't. I mean, fighting has to get boring at some point. Uh, like, yeah, you really. can't. Would he be a demon but, at this point? No, he's still an angel. No, not Michael. Uh, I don't remember the kid's name, but the other Winchester half brother. I totally know his name, <laughs> and <laughs> you're not googling it right now. Um, yeah, I'm totally not. I don't know why would he be a demon? He like he's literally. Well, they made they, a the, they made a statement early on that the humans that go to jail, or not jail, um, but go to hell and uh, with enough torture and they start torturing, so they, with enough torture, they then start torturing others and that's how they become a demon, is that they, they Well, he them. doesn't have that option. He can't torture anyone because he's in the cage in the alone cage with, with Michael. Michael. Like, Adam, who we definitely knew we and We definitely look remember up. that was his name, yes. <laughs> I wasn't thinking it was like, like an M or something. <laughs> McGulligan. It's Adam McGulligan. Oh, so there that's wasn't where M. All right. Yeah. McGilligan? Something like that. Some weird Scottish sounding name. Mm hmm. All right. Um, yeah, I don't. I love that they're like, status, alive, sealed in Lucifer's cage. <laughs> <laughs> sealed in Lucifer's cage, where Lucifer is not. It's just him and Michael. Let's like let's. It'd be hilarious if uh if like after they like we have to go get Adam blah 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 they go through all the next season to get Adam, and then Michael's like yeah he died a while ago yeah a I long time him. ago, like I killed him like day three yeah. what else was I supposed to do? Really after <laughs> Lucifer left who else was I supposed to kill? After Lucifer constantly left yeah <laughs> Lucifer that wasn't a cage that was just a door for him he was like oh all right I'll leave whenever I feel like it. It's a it's a vacation home. I'll Even reach out in your dreams. I'll like. <laughs> I go where I want. No cage can hold me. <laughs> and Michael's just like Dad said. This cage holds us. I stay here. <laughs> Poor Michael. Come on, man. Like, not everything is ex like. Maybe Dad was wrong a couple times. Okay. Anything else you want to cover with that, or should I move on? Uh, we could just go. Okay. Um, it's okay, Adam. They'll come and get you eventually. No, they won't. I have no <laughs> faith in them to go get Adam. Please prove me wrong. I want to see what happens. No, I, like I said, I hope it's the last episode. They're like, I feel like we're forgetting something. <laughs> see, that would set up for a spinoff, which would be really funny, which would just be Adam coming out of the cage and looking for them for revenge. Because let's face it, I would be angry. Um. All right. So moving on. Uh, switching topics back to where we were before. Uh, so Dean, meanwhile, is fighting a bunch of demons. Uh, the demons that Nick said assisted him. Um, 
he wins and runs to help Sam with Donatello in tow. Uh, they arrive while Nick escapes. Uh, they arrive and they sit with a dying Sam. Uh, Mary and Jack, uh, after a call from Dean, begging for help, uh, run to go to Nick with Jack's powers. Jack can sense where he's at. He senses the blood boiling from the from the spell that Nick is performing to summon Lucifer. Uh, just as Nick is summoning Lucifer, they arrive, and as he's ready to receive him, Jack closes the portal, um, preventing Lucifer from leaving and forcing him back into the empty, which I'm sure the empty is very happy about. Um, Nick is furious, but Jack kills him very brutally and very slowly by burning him from, I believe it was the inside out, uh, all while Mary begs him to stop. So uh, No, he... no. Okay. Mary said stop twice. Okay, fine. And then she was just like, yes, this is happening. Guess I have no say in this. I also, like, I feel terrible. No, I don't. I was going to say I feel terrible for siding with Jack on this, but let's face it, they would have killed him anyway. It's Does it matter that he died in that way by Jack's hand? Why nope. is this supposed to be such a huge deal? I don't know. Because I was just like, you would have killed him anyway. And she, like, and she even says, like, but not like that. Yeah, that's what that she... That was horrible. Uh, I'm not going to say that phrase, but yes, she said that, and she, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Okay, you stab him in the chest and he bleeds out for a little bit. He doesn't die instantly. Are you telling me that causing this kind of pain is different than causing that other kind of pain on a person that well, is not only that, pain, but like, not only that, let's have a conversation about the fact that he, like, you're a murderer, Mary. Like, Mary, you you're not, your slate's not clean either. Right, like, you gotta come into this with clean hands, ma'am, and you do not. So how dare you judge me? Like, how dare you look at... Like, and that would that that would have made me feel better if that was his reaction to it. Like, you, of all people, are gonna judge me? Yeah, I feel I've like... I've seen... Go ahead. Like, if that's how the situation played off, I would have been... I would have been fine with it. But because of the way it went down, I think that's my issue. Yeah, I feel like... It played into the fact that he's two years old and that he, I guess, lost control of his impulses there. And so he got, he, he was enraged and that's how it came out. He wanted him to suffer. He wanted him to burn, literally and metaphorically. Um, and I guess that's what Mary has issues with, is that it's it was from a place of rage instead of, oh, he has to die because he's summoning Lucifer. We have to kill him and we have to do it quickly. But maybe I'm just attributing it more than it should. I, I have nothing. Because, like, I don't know. The hypocrisy of it really bothered me. I hated that he, like, he brought up a valid point where he says, well, Dean and Sam would have killed him anyway. And as you said, she said, well, yeah, but not like that. I personally felt like, so what? They still would have killed him. Are you, I don't know. I guess I'm a slight eye for an eye person. And if he... If he was so horrible to other people, maybe he should deal with a little bit of pain, too. So, I have no moral compass. But we already know I'm soulless, so it's fine. Um, well, no. My thing is this. Even if that's the issue, right? He wanted to die. <laughs> this was his goal anyway. So, you're sitting here telling... I mean, not die. He wanted to reunite with Lucifer. So, you're telling me that because of the way that I did this, you don't like it. Like, you already said you would have killed him. Because Sam would have killed him. And meanwhile, Dean beat him violently in the bunker to get information. And you have no problem with that? 
Oh, because he's alive, Adelaide. Uh, like, Sam let him go as he killed several people. I... What they've... Um, they've never done that before, either, though. They've just... If they're killing a bunch of people, they stop them. They even have a very early episode where they're like, humans are the worst creatures out there because they do such weird stuff. And they killed the humans that were involved in it. It's a very early episode, but I do remember that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, didn't, I missed what you said there. Yeah, I, I oh, agree yeah. with you. I have, like, it's just, I don't know. I don't know why suddenly this person who has done all of these horrible things, and uh, this is my thing. I understand why you shouldn't be judged during an executioner if that was across the board, if they were not already acting as judge, jury, and executioner for everything that they come across. But now, suddenly, this one time, you can't be, I can't act as judge, jury, and executioner when what he did affected me the most. I agree entirely. I just, I don't fully understand why... Oh, it's going to be so horrible for me to say this, but here we go. I don't understand why he needs a merciful death when he was such a terrible person. <laughs> there. I've, and he's bringing back Lucifer. Like, his whole goal, if he didn't die there, he would have brought back Lucifer. Like, his his goal would not have stopped. It would have just continued. It would have sent him back a couple days, a couple weeks. I don't understand why we pretend that they give merciful deaths out like candy on Halloween. When were they ever giving out merciful deaths? Exactly. The show is so violent and so, I don't want to call it gory, but in a way, it is. Um, my standards for gore are somewhat high because I play Bloodborne, so it's um, it's gory for the for the age range that it's in. But it's the amount that they have killed and the amount that they have tortured and like they have tortured people. They've tortured demons. Yes, they're demons, but they're still in a human form, and that physical body feels that. So don't you tell me that you're the angel of mercy here. I don't know. I feel like we've been on this for a hot second, so let's just move Yeah, on. especially since it's about to be, like, I've got maybe two paragraphs left. Um, <laughs> okay, so, you know, he dies. Mary mentions something about Sam needing help. Uh, Jack immediately Angel teleports off to... Um, why didn't they call Castiel? I don't know. I was wondering this Because that was too. my first thought. Like, as soon as they were injured, why didn't they go, Castiel? Castiel, get over here. I don't know why right. it was... Like, they're always calling Castiel for literally everything. I have a splinter, Castiel! <laughs> like, and now suddenly we're not? We have always oh, called Castiel. Okay. I don't know why. For the first time... In, my first thought was even when Sam's laying on the ground and Dean's holding him, he's got the whatever compress to his head. I was... My first thought was, okay, you're going to call Castiel in a hot second, aren't you? Like, the, the next thing is going to be Castiel. And then he had the nerve to say he called an ambulance. And I was like, how dare you? When, did, when have you ever called an ambulance? You have an angel on speed dial. Why would you call the ambulance when the angel Several angels. Exactly. They have several angels on speed dial. I just... Like, even if you aren't talking to Castiel, you send out a prayer and say, I'm a Winchester. All of them will come. Immediately. Some of them might try to kill you, but... Many will heal you. It'll be fine. At some point, you'll get healed. It's fine. But instead, no, we rely on Jack. And Jack teleports over, immediately heals him, um, and then goes back to Mary while she's uh, having, I guess, a mild freakout about how Lucifer died and we come back to what we were talking about, uh, where they would have done differently. Um, so this scene, 
I'm not entirely sure exactly what was supposed to be going on with Jack. It's It seems to be both fear, but it also seemed to be angel radio in a way. Or at least, like, voices appearing from uh, his powers. Uh, he begs for it to stop. Uh, Mary tries to reach him. Uh, she walks in front of him. He shouts... He shouts for it to stop again. Scene cuts to black, and he very quietly whispers, "Mary." So we're obviously she's obviously. I was hoping she was dead. I was hoping she was dead. Yeah, well, we're not gonna find that out till next episode. So you know. I know, but I'm like, I'm hoping she's dead. Please be dead. See, I don't put me out of my misery. I don't want them to kill off the one woman in this, the one reoccurring woman again. Like, stop it. But at the same time, I don't like Mary. So I'm very torn on this. Yeah, I'm not. I hope she's dead. <laughs> and I'm the soulless one of the two of us. Um, Mary is an awful character. The only thing that she's done is like, my boys, my boys, and bone body. Well, that's in this season. She was a good character before that. Then it was like a was downhill she? spiral. Like, was she though? She was at least a decent character. She wasn't this... I don't know. Something happened. She was capable in the last... Before this season. I don't, maybe not necessarily before this one, but a while... A couple seasons back, she was a capable character. At this point, she's just... She's... Awful. Yeah. But also, like, she's shifted from whatever capable potential that she had to almost like girlfriend slash mother and it's really irritating to watch that happen and i don't like that they're gonna rel- they're gonna shove her into this stereotypical female caregiver role and then kill her anything else i mean it would be a great commentary if they're like that's what they always females do. like this deserve death but that's what they always do but is it really yes <laughs> <laughs> yes it is <laughs> um, um, alright I'm going to move on to the questions and thoughts although I think I kind of went over most of it uh, no yeah I covered all that so let's jump to the next episode preview um, do you have anything you want to say before we so yes, when Dean go. was like I, you're dead to me I was like how dare you how dare you treat Castiel like this this is what we're not going to do. He literally went in and grabbed you from hell. What are we talking about here? Like, your mother was dead. This was a second chance. You should be thanking Castiel for sticking around after everything that you guys... How many times have you guys caused the apocalypse? I, I don't know. We've lost count. 15 seasons, so I'm going to say at least 10 times. So we're going to just pretend that we're supposed to be okay with you treating Castiel like this. I certainly am not okay. I assume... All right. So I will say that line does appear to be directed at Castiel. I'm pretty sure it is. But at the same time, editing exists. And I feel like maybe they are Mm. manipulating us in a a slight way. Very obvious way. Um, And I will also say I am so mad that Dean is mad at Castiel. Because he... One of the lines is, before he says, you're dead to me, he says something like, you knew he had this problem, but you didn't tell anybody. And it's like... So did you! Everybody knows. Oh, y'all literally had a conversation because you did not know how much of his soul he burned off. What's, isn't the entire point of him not using his powers because you're not sure how much of his soul he has and you're scared he's going to do something kind of like what he's already done? Like, isn't that the entire purpose 
like you guys know this is an issue. I get that your mom is probably dead, but at the same time, you knew. And then she was already dead. She was literally a gift from God, and she was already just dead. Literally so if anything, if anything, she is just returning from when she came, ash to ashes, dust to dust. And at the same time, like you left her with him, you knew this was a problem, and now you're turning around and blaming Castiel because you didn't know. No, you knew, and you chose to make her the babysitter of the demon spawn. Like, that, that was your choice here. The soulless, literal devil spawn. Like, you cannot claim innocence in this, Dean. You want to add anything, or are we good on our rant about how Dean's terrible? Yeah, I, I have on? nothing. I, like, I have nothing to add. <sighs> Any final thoughts? No. Okay. Um, I wonder who the character is that they are going to be bringing back because they keep hyping up. Oh yeah, they keep bringing that up. Um, I don't. So... I'm. That was kind of what I was getting at in the in when I asked if you thought God was going to come back at all. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Um, because at this point they psyched us out with Lucifer, thank God. Um, so I don't. I don't think it'll be. Oh, him. the irony. Yeah, I know. I was like, and that's why I paused. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Um, so they psyched us out with Lucifer, uh, so I don't think Lucifer is going to come back. Um, and for me, that when they're having him, when they're having everybody talk about God and they're having Cassiel reach out to God, I feel like it's probably going to be him. Chuck's coming back, and it will probably be the last episode. And it will. And it better be Amara. Amara better be like, "Hey, Dean, <laughs> yeah. what's good?" Yes. Like, <laughs> because let's face it, Dean has to either have Amara or he has to have Castiel. Anybody else will make him unhappy. Those are, the two, mm-hmm. those are the two requirements, or both. That's what we found. And his son better come back to it. Yes, I don't care totally what you say, son. that is his son. That's his son. <laughs> like, I know you had to write that out because you got renewed again, but no, that's his kid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, anything else? Plugs. Okay, cool. Um, so that's all for this Overpower Podcast, Geeks of the Machine Edition. I was your host, Adelaide, with your co-host, Jasmine. We were totally on point today, don't mind us. Um... You can find us at Real OP Tweets, Jasmine at OP Jasmine, me at OP underscore Addy. You can follow the website at overpoweredentertainment.com. You can find us at Instagram with Real, o- Real OP Graham. We're on Facebook. Um, anything else? Nope. Okay, cool. Discord. Oh, yeah. Well, we've got a Discord server, which is probably linked below, too. Come talk to us, please. Um, uh, that's it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>